Good morning, everyone. This is Judith A. Hope you're listening to Mad Love. What's going on? Check it out. Welcome to your Thursday. And, uh, you know, I had a few things percolating in the old brain just before um, I decided to start this podcast. Of course, I can't remember all of them because that's how my life goes. But um, <laughs> I did want to um, uh, touch base on you know, something I talk about all the time, because I see it happening all around. Like, I don't want younger people, younger entrepreneurs, younger citizens to get the wrong impression. I I know it's hard. And I, I am going up against a wave of uh, the obvious, or what seems obvious to, to young people. But I mean, you don't know if you don't know. But a lot of this Instagram stuff and and stuff you see on social media, it's fake. It's just like TV. It's made up. Um, You know, even some of your best documentaries are going to have a bias because, you know, it has the bias of whatever the filmmakers think, you know. So the only way you don't see the bias is if you agree with it. So a lot of times when you're thinking like these people are making all this money and they have these great lives and you know and some people have really done a great job and should uh be able to bask in their success there's no doubt about that but in my experience really wealthy people mostly don't want to talk about it you know they really want to stay quiet um they make quieter moves they're not at all interested in uh, showcasing what they have, because there is a certain amount of narcissism that you have to have to be, I mean, to do a podcast. I, I, there's a little part of my brain that must be full of itself to think that I could put this podcast out and see that people actually listen to what I think every day. That's deep. Um, but, you know, I, don't, I try not to be braggy. I really don't have anything to brag about, uh, really. Um, we're all here having the same human experience. We're just experiencing things uh, differently. It's it's based on how you perceive the world. So, I mean, I just want people to know you got to work hard, basically. You cannot just uh, show up and all of a sudden, um, you know, you're w- rich and famous. And that's just all it took was just even if you believe in a law of attraction, which I do. Even if you believe in it, you still got to work. You know, you you can't be like, "Mm, I'm going to attract all the success and then you never do anything, you know, but you go watch TV all day or play your video game or what, you know, you've got to make sacrifices to be successful, period. There are no shortcuts. Even if you are drawing things to you, you won't be prepared because you haven't done anything. So it's very important to realize, like, I know it looks like everything is easy, but it's not. It's hard work. And we don't know the backstory of of some of these famous people, especially in the music business. I think that business is still pretty ripe for Me Too stories, but it's happening mostly to young men, so they don't want to say anything. But I definitely think that there there have been a lot of transgressions and indiscretions and things that we wouldn't want to know about, but that's how people are getting their deals. And that's not true for everybody, but it's true for some people. Absolutely. It's the same in, in Hollywood. I haven't been out 
plugging my projects in Hollywood in a couple of decades. I'm not going to lie. Um, I was so discouraged and frustrated the first time. <laughs> and now I look back and I think, oh, I get it. The business is predominantly white, predominantly male. Um, and, you know, if you're not in a certain group uh, that's a protected class that, you know, like somebody who could just who has enough clout to get you in and people pay attention to you. Um, there was probably a lot of really unsavory things that happened to people. And, you know, uh, and that's not true for everybody, but it's certainly true for some people. Um, you just have to keep plugging away and stay true to your craft. I'm thankful I never did anything that I regret. I never sold anything um, or signed anything that I would have to legally wrangle myself out of. You know, um, and you got to get comfortable with a lot of no's. So, yeah, it's hard work to be successful. That's the point. And there are no shortcuts. And I don't want anybody young thinking, oh, these rappers don't work hard. They work very hard. They work very, very hard. Now, it's the people you surround yourself with that uh, make it so you have a long career or a short career because you're not going to do it by yourself. Um, and you can't do this in a vacuum. You cannot be successful in the world in a vacuum. Um, not this type of success. You know, you're not going to be world famous, uh, and not have anybody else be a part of that. It just can't happen. That does, doesn't work. So even if you just sit in your bedroom and make YouTube videos, you are counting on people to watch those videos. Um, so you need other people. And once you get successful, then you got to figure out who you can trust. And you'll start to see there are people who are wired to go the distance with you. And the people who aren't will fall off. This could be a spouse. This could be your best friend. This could be uh, your family members. It could be anybody that just isn't wired to go to the top with you. And they will fall off. And they have to. Cause that's just the way it works. And, and, and it has to be no hard feelings. So, you know, your best friend from third grade, maybe that person isn't wired to be going to the Oscars with you. You know what I mean? Maybe that person isn't wired to sit in on business meetings with you because they tend to say things that they shouldn't say, uh, or make moves they shouldn't make. You know, you'll see the more you start to ascend, you start to see, okay, certain people just ain't going to be able to go. And as long as you can be cool with that and not have any hard feelings, and hopefully they won't have any hard feelings back, cool. So the moral of the story is you're going you're gonna to work really, really hard to be successful. I know it looks effortless, but it's not. You have to do something. If you're a singer, sing. If you're a writer, write. If you're an accountant, go do some accounting. You have to do things in order to amass things, uh, even the most positive thinker uh, can not be successful just sitting down and not doing shit. That's just not how it works. And then after that, you got to be prepared because once you start your ascension into success, you start to see other people's true colors and the people you're surrounding yourself with may or may not be able to sustain you as you escalate. And, um, you know, you got to be honest with yourself about that. 
because you don't want to get hemmed up. You don't want to have a whole bunch of problems. You don't want to be stuck playing some sort of role, being somebody you're not really, so you can keep the people you used to know happy. You don't want to do that. That's ridiculous, and you don't have to. You deserve the you deserve the success that you desire. And I think that's been the hardest lesson for me is I deserve to be successful. Everything I've accomplished up until this point, I deserve it. You know what I mean? And I am in the process. You guys are helping me build this empire. I appreciate it. When you listen to this content, it affirms that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, And you all will have a documentation of, of, you know, me going from obscurity to not obscurity because <laughs> I don't want to be famous. I really don't. There's nothing about that that looks fun. Um, I just want to be successful in my field and recognized for my craft because I've put a lot of time, money, uh, blood, sweat, lots of tears and lots of rage into it. And, um, you know, to finally see things coming together, it's I can't express how grateful I am but also how excited I am and not so much just for the, for the, the money or the, the fame or whatever, you know, none of that really is exciting to me. I like money. Don't get me wrong. I want the money, but, um, you know, it's just really cause, cause it's convenient to have money. If I could have everything I wanted without money, I wouldn't care about money. See what I'm saying? So, you know, money's great. And, and I'm telling you, I've been broke, really broke. So, um, yeah, I'd much rather have money than not have money. Don't get me wrong. Um, but my love for storytelling and, and cinema and just craft, uh, the craft of writing and the craft of storytelling in, in a cinematic way with music and, and like movies, all that's my passion. It's what I'm, I've been dedicating my life to since uh, I got on the campus of Howard University very long time ago. Um, And that was where my vision of what my career would be uh, came to me. Um, And it's been a a very interesting relationship (laughs) all these years because it, it, you know, still no one has the career that I want. I can't name one person that looks like me uh, that has the career that I want. And that's not to say there haven't been some great filmmakers in the last 30 years. There have been, especially black and female. But everybody has their own way of telling stories. And I haven't seen my voice replicated by anybody else because, you know, there's only one me. You can't tell my story the way I would tell it. So that's just the way I feel about it. And that's not a slight to anybody. There have been some amazing films by some amazing filmmakers. And, uh, you know, I'm just I'm just excited to have the opportunity to finally join that group of people uh, to tell stories that I think will move and entertain you. So you'll be able to switch from the Mad Love podcast to just turn it on, you know, your TV and watching something that um, me and a whole bunch of people (laughs) put together and uh, put our heart and souls into. And I just look forward to that. So, you know, the moral of today's story is you will work very, 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 very hard 
to have the life of your dreams. So dream big and be ready to work. Here's another thing I forgot to mention. And it's bothering me and I won't remember tomorrow, but I was talking at work the other day, you know, yesterday with some friends about the uh, Super Bowl halftime show. Why hasn't Drake been invited to do it? You know, because one of my coworkers, he's a DJ and he was like, seriously, no disrespect. These The artists were great. Nobody has a problem with what they were doing. That was great. But how is it relevant to 2020? <laughs> you know, and I was like, that's true. What it's the NFL is completely afraid of hiring the artists that the kids are listening to. That's how you know the NFL is is a dinosaur and it's going to fail. I know you all are all fired up about cap. That's not really a good example. From a person who watches a lot of football who I've seen the people they sign. There's something going on with cap that we won't know or we don't know or we won't ever know. But there's something to those negotiate. There's something extra there. And I suspect he doesn't truly really want to play. And he wants to come in at a certain height. And it's like, dude, you haven't been on the field and been successful on the field in, since 2014, 2015. Somewhere along in there. It's been a while. Uh, we still had a team because I saw the um, the games. So it's like they were in our division. So like, okay. Um, why hasn't Drake performed? Why didn't Lizzo perform? I don't think Billie Eilish has the type of content that um, lends itself to the Super Bowl, but Lizzo is energetic, you know, and it may not be my cup of tea, but it's what the kids want. So this is how you know the NFL is going to fail because it does not appeal to young people. Great. J-Lo and and Shakira both are over 40. J-Lo's 50. Um, and look, I love that. She looks fantastic. You know, I'm telling you, us 69 babies, we look great. Fantastic. But come on, is it really relevant to what young people want to hear? You know, if you go listen to anybody under 20s uh, playlist, I'm, I'm going to bet you hard cash that Shakira... And J-Lo and Coldplay and all these other groups they like um, aren't on there. <laughs> and it's just, I, I know they're afraid and nervous, but if you don't push the envelope, just because you ignore this kind of music and the language doesn't mean it doesn't exist. These people can clean up their acts for, for the Super Bowl. They can make it family friendly. I mean, you're just showing your age, you know, when you get these old old groups, you know, the Rolling Stones, I'm surprised they haven't drafted them. U2 that one year. And I like U2. I think their best throwback was Prince. So listen, I think Drake is a great choice. Nobody moves more units than Drake and he can make clean versions. I say you should do a Drake Childish Gambino uh, future set or something, something wacky like that. Like, Draw in some people. Lizzo, Lizzo definitely should have been on there. I mean, I like Beyonce. Now that as time goes on, Beyonce has been a very good halftime show. Bruno Mars, Beyonce and Bruno Mars, very good. 
you know, because you really only get, you get 15 minutes of spectacle and it's got to be huge. Um, why not pick people who are actually making hit records now? Uh, not 20 years ago. And if you're going to go retro, can we get Backstreet Boys versus NSYNC? That would be fun. Like, what are they doing? Who's in charge? Thank you.